Alan Smith, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today. We're here at the Human Dimension of Risk Conference, Perception, Behaviour and Decision-Making in Risk Management. I know you're talking in a personal capacity, but you very much did a sketch, didn't you, of risk management moving on and becoming more human since the crash. Yes, because... If it's one thing that the crisis has taught us is the need for humility that some of the brightest and best minds got risk management wrong. And that points to us really thinking more widely, realizing that risk can't be just driven by models, but actually has to be driven by judgment. And at the end of the day, judgment is human. And so does that mean the models themselves have changed? Because, you know, that was the big disappointment after the crash, that that people thought these these models were infallible, they were based on math systems. And, And then we found there was a human element that people didn't understand, if you like, the greed, the unpredictability of the system. I think that's right. I think I should, before talking about the need for change, I think it is important to recognize that models are an important tool even though they've failed that does not negate the fact that it is important to have some systematic and disciplined framework to try to understand risk and at this point in time models is models are one of those best tools having said that the world has changed significantly and that's been for a number of reasons, whether it's changes in individual behavior, whether it's changes in macroeconomic arrangements, the way in which trades operates. And that has caused us to revisit models and it also makes us realize that in such an environment, models can break down and we need to have judgment and supplement it by other things. And you also talked about people's relationships with their earnings, because that's very much what people have looked like. You know, in the wider climate, it's called uh, the banker's bonuses, or Sir Fred Goodwin. There was a lot of discontent about the earnings of bankers. I think there, there are two dimensions to earnings. There's earnings around what actually those institutions sought um, in terms of returns on equity and there was a disconnect between that and underlying economic growth and then there is an aspect of reward for performance and one of the key things is that performance must be risk-based and that debate that scrutiny that's going on is an understandable and important one to make sure that in a dynamic free market economy that earnings are linked that earnings are linked to performance and linked to to, to driving sustainable and responsible behaviour. And I think it's an important debate which is playing out right now. And that debate is now value-driven, isn't it? You know, there has been a change in, in that external climate. Is it changing the internal cultures as well? And, and is it changing them significantly and fast enough? It is um, for a number of reasons. I think that realisation that values drive value has really hit the industry because the cost of it going wrong is an existential one. If you look at it, institutions that were wrong for 200 plus years no longer exist in the form that they did because there was a compromise of values um, around many things, around how you do business, around trust. So that whole aspect around culture, around having the right set of values has come, come on the agenda because the cost of not doing it properly has hit hit the industry 
And where do you think we're going in the future? You talked about that values drive, but, but also about the complexity of the markets at the moment. We must know the, the risks faced and, and, you know, risk managers you know, have, have got to, if you like, be closer to the ground in, in the future. But, but you did sketch out a view of the economy where you say the teams know that we're in uncharted water. Everything is still, if you like, very uncertain. It is, and I guess you have to look at it as a challenge, but also an opportunity. Where we are, I think quite genuinely are in some game-changing times, the whole shift to emerging markets, the shift to the East, we are driving different patterns in, in economic behaviour and societal behaviour and how we operate as institutions and, and as, as individuals, which, while it it feels uncertain, I think also is going to bring great, great opportunity. And as risk managers, managers, you almost have to embrace the fact that while it's feeling uncertain, there are actually great opportunities that will come with it. And those great opportunities, um, is that the emerging markets, that, that the fact that, that actually it's not just about the crash and what happened, it's also about a new global world of em- emerging, isn't it? India, China, the BRIC economies, they've been mentioned time and time again. It is. I think it's a new global world. It's a, a, a more diverse world. And I think one of the exciting things, and if I kind of bring it back here to, to England where we are, England, for better or worse throughout the years, has been engaged globally. And, and I think we see the benefits of, of globalization. And even with the noise and the, and the challenges, I think this, this growth that we're seeing quite genuinely has oppo- you know, great opportunity to come with it. You know, the fact that large swathes of, of, of the global economy and of global societies are going to be moving from, you know, from poverty to being wealthy economies, I think that is exciting and, and will be to the benefit of all of us. You know, and yes, it's part of this transition towards that is creating noise but ultimately it has the potential to create something better and I think it it's important to try and focus on that even as we try to get from where we are today to where we want to get to. And just finally let's go back to that human dimension of risk if you like and and how important that is. You told that lovely story about the difference between intelligence and wisdom and the sheriff. Would you like to tell our listeners again? There was that that story of from um, Lyndon Johnson, where when he was reflecting on how bright his cabinet was, because all of them were the youngest to do something or the first to do something, and he went to his his political mentor, the Speaker of, of the U.S. House, and he told Lyndon Johnson something which was really quite reflective. He said, yes, Lyndon, they may be every much as intelligent as you say they are, but I'd be a lot happier if one of them had at least run for sheriff at least once. And that captures what is so important, the need not just to be intelligent, but to be wise. And I think for us, that is the biggest challenge, that we've got a lot of intelligence as risk managers, maybe have not used it as well as we should, and really in seeking to, to, to to want to do next, based on those tough experiences that we've learned from, to move from being intelligence to being wise as we face the challenges ahead. It was indeed a very wise presentation. Alan Smith, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today here at the Human Dimension of Risk Conference. I've enjoyed it greatly. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure.